Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Okay, but for real, I'm really excited because we have officially hit 200 episodes on the podcast. When I created this podcast, I never would have imagined that we would be where we are today. But alas, we are here. I don't know why lately I've been loving saying the word alas, but it is what it is. We are here at 200 episodes and I am super grateful that you listen. And because you are a loyal listener, I want to do a giveaway. Yeah. And the crowd goes wild. JK. Um, but I want to do a giveaway and I'm actually going to do two giveaways for us hitting 200 episodes. So two giveaways for 200 episodes. I love it. So giveaway number one is a day of Foxer. I, t- I have talked a lot about how I have restructured my one-on-one coaching and things like that. And my one-on-one coaching shifted to being Voxer only. And it shifted to be Voxer only because I had two really, really small kids and I just really couldn't figure out a schedule to actually hop on calls. So I created this day of Voxer and like ongoing one-on-one Voxer coaching situation. And it has been amazing. I mean, the girls are getting results. I mean, like the girls are, are getting the results. They are getting supported and all the things inside Voxer. So the first giveaway is going to be a day at Voxer. And all you have to do to enter for a chance to win is to review the show. Go Scroll down to the bottom, you know, however you do it, scroll down to the bottom of this show and um, where it says reviews, click five stars and then leave a review. Before you hit submit, don't hit submit before you take a screenshot because it takes like 24 hours or something like that for it to populate. So before you hit submit, screenshot your review and then post it in your stories. Post me your stories and tag me at Becoming CEO and at Mrs. K Hillman so that I can see that you have done the review and then I will enter your name into the drawing. One person will win the day of Voxer and day of Voxer is just so much fun. Basically got me your back pocket all day and we just chat all things business from your launch plan to your content, to your marketing strategy, whatever you want to talk about, whatever questions you have. If you're struggling with productivity, if you're trying to figure out an offer, trying to figure out pricing, whatever that thing is, we will sit down and talk about during this day of Voxer. So that is the number one um, giveaway. The second giveaway is a one-on-one coaching call. I know I just said that I stopped doing one-on-one coaching, but, um, or sorry, I stopped doing one-on-one coaching calls, but I'm in a new season, right? I'm in, I'm in a different headspace. The kids are not that much older, but they are getting a little older. They're settling into their personalities and we're getting on a bit of a schedule. And so because of that, I have a little bit more capacity to do my one-on-one calls. So the second giveaway is for a one-on-one coaching call. It's a 50 minute call where we get on and the same thing we would talk about in Voxer, we'll talk about on the call. We'll strategize, we can talk productivity, we can talk about your offers, launching, 
I can look at your content. I can look at your sales pages. I can, you know, give you feedback on sales calls, whatever it is. We can do that during this one-on-one call. It's a 50 minute call. All you have to do to enter for a chance to win this is to fill out the launch survey that I have in the show notes. So I know that you know that I launched the Becoming CEO Lifetime Coaching Experience just a couple of weeks ago. Well, just last week, actually. Um, And so because of that, and because I sent out a bunch of emails, and because I was like doing all this stuff in the podcast, I want some feedback, boo. Like, I want to know how you enjoyed the experience of this launch. So far, I've gotten some really, really good feedback on the launch. And so I would love to see what you have to say. And guess what? You get an added bonus because if you fill it out, you have a chance to win this coaching call. So, um, in the survey, I make it anonymous. So if you don't want to share like your email or your name or your Instagram, that's fine. Just send me like a DM or send me an email and just let me know that you filled out the survey so that I can give you credit so that you can enter this giveaway. So those are the two giveaways. I'll have the instructions in the notes in the show notes below. And let's get into this episode. So since we're already talking about launch and the launch survey, let's talk about doubling your revenue and your launch numbers. Okay. So, you know, I just launched Becoming CEO Lifetime Coaching Experience and it was a whole vibe. And I accidentally doubled my launch goals. Like all my goals, all my numbers, I doubled them. And um, I doubled them from the last launch and I doubled like the goals that I actually said, which was mind blowing. Before I go further, I want to give a quick disclaimer. This conversation that I'm about to have, it's just giving you a peek behind the scenes on what my business looks like. So if you are not at a certain level in your business, I don't want you to stress out about, oh, I have to double my goals. Oh, I have to, you know, do all these things. That's not what I'm telling you at all. I'm just giving you a peek behind what has happened and what has worked for me in effort to be a little bit more transparent um, and not, I hate to use the word transparent, but just in an effort to show you what we are doing and what is working for me and my business. So that's what I want to say there first. And second, if you are more establishing your business, like you're making consistent 5K months or you're making consistent six figures right in your business, I don't want you to stress yourself out by trying to intentionally double your results. You don't have to, right? I'm just showing you what happened in this launch and how I would improve, but also it hopes that maybe it encourages you to try something new so that maybe you could increase your results in your launches or increase your results when it comes to your sales strategy. So my recent launch, double my launch goals, twice as many people joined this round. It was amazing. Now, the first thing I want to say before I like dig deeper into this, becoming CEO is a lifetime group coaching program, but I am the type of person that when you come into my programs, if I feel like something is a better fit for you, I will still allow you into the program, but I may offer you a hybrid option. So there were several people that joined this round that instead of putting them into the lifetime coaching experience, I actually put them into a one-on-one coaching container where they got access to the community. They got access to um, the, the curriculum and stuff, but they're not officially members of the program, but they're still there. So I did want to make that quick like note because when I'm thinking about my launch numbers and when I look at my launch numbers, it, it doesn't look like I doubled my numbers because some people didn't formally enter into the program, but technically they, they did enter the program because they came through the launch and, you know, they do have access to the coursework. But I wanted to make that mention because I feel like sometimes people will say something, but they don't give you like the full context of what's happening. And I don't really like that. So I'm giving you full context. So now that we have that out of the way, the first thing that I want to say is that this did not come without some preparation. 
And I want to break down how this happened because honestly, I was okay with just hitting my goals, right? My launch goals, they were pretty modest goals. Like it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't do like the whole, oh, I'm going to pick a stretch goal, blah, blah. Like I picked, I picked something safe. I'm gonna be honest. I picked something safe because I haven't launched for real, for real in like two years. So while maybe you've seen me launch things, something that I've been doing for the last couple of years is I will like launch, I'll open the cart or I will start launching or whatever. And then three days in, a weekend, I just fall off. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't wanna do this anymore. So because of that, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna commit to making this a full launch. And I knew that I had to kind of be prepared for this. So I'm gonna share like, you know, how, like what I was doing, how I did it, and then what I would recommend for the future so that you can kind of see the full thought process behind me in this launch. So the first thing I want to say is that I went into it with a plan. You have to go into a launch, especially if you're launching, you know, a group coaching program, your services, right? People feel like you can't launch services, but I launch services all the time. My content badge that I launched with my photography studio, I literally launched that. Like I launched it as a one-off offer, um, when I used to do social media management, I used to, when I had the agency, I would launch and have like, you know, for um, like a three week period, the cart was open for you to hire me as your social media strategist or your social media manager. So I'm thinking lots to say, like you can literally launch anything, a service or a, um, a program. That being said, when you are launching, you have to go into it with a plan. So I used my, um, my, uh, the launch lab. It's my course that I have, my signature course. And the launch lab basically breaks down every phase of the launch. I have 12 phases or 12 launch phases. So it breaks down every phase of the launch. And I literally will just plug and play. Like I would, I first wrote it down on a sheet of paper and then I plugged it into Asana, which is where I had the launch lab set up. And then I just plugged everything into Asana so that I could have, you know, reminders and due dates and all that kind of stuff. But I created a whole plan, like literally detailed. I... I literally spent probably a week, like one full week, breaking down all my content, breaking down every single goal, you know, knowing how many leads I need, knowing how many people I need to get in front of, how many people do I want on my wait list. Like I really detailed wrote out what my goals were and what was I going to be talking about for this entire launch. And I even wrote down all the way down to like, what was I going to say in my stories, which I'm going to come back around to the whole content piece, because it was really interesting how things kind of played out with this launch. But go in with a plan, be more detailed than not. Because one thing that I have learned, and even with this launch, as detailed as I was, there were still a lot of gaps when I went back and reflected. And I was like, wow, this could have been a lot better. or This could have been more seamless. This could have been easier if I would have just written down a plan. Like if I would have just thought through okay, this is exactly what I'm going to say, or this is exactly what I'm going to do. And this is when it needs to be done by, right? Giving myself more deadlines, giving myself, you know, more, just, just more to grab onto besides what I wrote. But step one, go with the plan. Step two, give yourself time to execute. So this is where I'm coming back to the whole content piece. So one thing that I messed up with is that I didn't give myself enough time. So when I went back and looked, and I'm looking right now in my time tracker inside Toggle, I spent 28 hours and 53 minutes on launch prep over five weeks. But really this was over three weeks because the last two weeks were like my open cart weeks. And because I had everything done, I actually ended up not doing much work on those two weeks. Like I ended up not doing a ton of launch prep work during those two weeks. But something that I've realized is that, well, first, this does not account for time that I spent creating content on my phone. So if I, so I'll, I'll say probably like 
over those five weeks, I might've spent like an hour a week creating content on my phone, like maybe doing reels or creating Instagram stories or something like that. So I'll just add like five more hours. So let's just say five hours. So that brings me up to about 33 hours or 34 hours total with planning and preparing and launching. And remember, my whole like lifestyle is about working less than 20 hours a week. So if I have client work, if I have, you know, people that I have to support and I'm doing these 33 hours of launch planning, you have to give yourself time, right? You have to give yourself time to execute. And that was a huge mistake that I made because one thing that happened to me is that while I was getting closer to the open cart phase, I started to lose momentum. Like I started to lose steam and I stopped like creating, like batch creating my, my, um, my content, my reels and stuff like that. Like I just, I pulled back on a lot of the social content that I wanted to make. And that was because I didn't give myself enough time to execute. And as I got closer to the cart opening, I, I just, I literally fizzled out because 33 hours, you know, 34 hours over five weeks, you know, like that's almost seven hours or so a week that I was spending just on launch prep. And when you think about it, that's a lot of work. Like I would never try to sit down and do all this launch prep in one week, even though I probably could 33 hours, I could definitely spend my full work days just focusing on the launch. But honestly, it was a lot. Like there would be nights that, you know, two nights in a row, three nights in a row, I would spend my two or three hours of work just writing emails. It was a lot. And so in hindsight, something that I would do and be more intentional about is giving myself more time to execute the plan that I had created. So I want to talk about where I messed up. Like, I know that was kind of like one thing that I mentioned, but I want to talk more about where I messed up. And I know it sounds crazy when the overarching theme is that I doubled my goals and I doubled my revenue and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I recognize how that kind of sounds crazy, but there actually were some mistakes that were made as I was launching. So the first one is, not giving myself enough lead time or like enough pre-launch time. So with this launch, I actually launched really fast. A lot of people didn't notice it, but I launched this, I, I did this launch super, super fast. And it's because I thought, I felt like my community was hot. I felt like my audience was hot. I felt like my email list was hot. The podcast was hot, social media. Like I felt that all my platforms were hot. And that was a huge mistake because my audience was not hot at all. <laughs> like maybe they were lukewarm. Like at best, my audience is, my community was lukewarm when I was starting this launch. And when I say this launch and when I'm talking about the launch, I'm referring to from the time that I started pre-launch to when I closed the cart. So the time that I, you know, started pre-launching, so started really talking about my offer a little bit and stuff before I opened the cart, that was, it, it was a five week span. So I had three weeks of like pre-launch and then I had one week, no, I had two weeks of pre-launch, one week where I was just putting people on the wait list and then one week where the cart was open. Um, it ended up being five weeks though when I really looked at the calendar, but it just sounds like four. Uh, so that is what my, that's what my calendar looked like, but I realized I did not give myself enough lead time with my pre-launch. And those two weeks were not enough considering the fact that my audience was lukewarm at best. And this is why it's so critical to know where your community is. And I always talk about like having a hot and ready audience, having people ready to buy. And it's not that my audience is not hot and ready. They just weren't hot and ready for this program, right? My, my audience, they tend to be um, in my community, you're here, right? A lot of times you are interested in my one-on-one -on -one coaching offers, the Voxer coaching. Um, when I was doing like the VIP, um, the VIP marketing plans, like people are interested in those types of things. But the program, because I haven't talked about the program a ton, 
people weren't hot and ready for the program, right? People have been hot and ready for it when it was a membership, but now that it's a high ticket program, there's a different um, there's a different relationship people are having with understanding what this program is about, which is totally fine, right? It's not a big deal. But I assumed that my community was hot because when I send emails, my open rate is stupid high. Like I have a crazy, I have a crazy high open rate. Um, literally a lot of emails I'm, I'm surprised when an email doesn't get like a 50 percent open rate which is very very high um also something else that i realized while i was doing this is that my wait list it really showed me and a wait list is a very good indicator on where your community is because my wait list showed me that my community was lukewarm because i only got 20 people onto my wait list and that was great right 20 people that was great but my goal was 50. And that was because I didn't give myself enough time to build the waitlist. I didn't give myself and I didn't give my community enough time to realize that I was launching and that I was launching a program. I, I, I Something that I noticed from talking to a few people is that people thought that I was going to be like opening up for more one-on-one or that I was going to start back doing my one-on-one coaching calls. And that's not the case. And so because of that, there was a little bit of like, mm, the offer seems cool, but like, I'm not sure I'm all in, which I mean, I get it, right? It takes some time to really know if you're ready to invest and commit at that level. So that was thing number one where I messed up, not giving myself enough lead time or like enough time to pre-launch. The second thing is that I neglected my social content. In those 33 hours that I mentioned earlier, most of that time was spent writing hella emails. Like if you're on my email list, if you signed up for the wait list, you know I sent out a ton of emails and it's because I really enjoy communicating via email and I'm really good at articulating what's going on via like written a written format and so because of that because I spent so much time writing emails because I was literally writing my whole heart out I ended up neglecting social media and so I have this Facebook group it's filled with like a thousand people on there or and people in there if you're not in there you should definitely join it um and I was trying to re-engage that platform and then I have my IG stories which of course like that is a huge place for me to just connect with people and have deeper conversations but what happened is I didn't give myself enough time to actually batch that content or or create content like the stuff that was on my plan I didn't give myself enough time to actually execute it so what ended up happening is as I got tired and as I got closer to launch I was like you know what I'm gonna ditch social and just double down on email which I mean it worked out, right? It definitely worked out. But I do know that I ended up putting a lot of pressure on my emails to convert, which is why I sent out so many emails, especially towards the end to my wait list. So the 20 people on the wait list, I, I ended up like really pushing emails super hard on them. I mean, I'm pretty sure people on the wait list got like one day, they probably got like eight emails. Like I just was hitting them hard because this was where I was doing the bulk of my selling. I wasn't, I hadn't done enough on social for me to be like, not to be like, but for me to feel comfortable with selling on social, I just, I just didn't do enough there. So, um, so that, that's what happened with email. And I ended up neglecting my social media content. So again, the email did their job, but I really had to sit down and write emails and it really did take up a lot of time, but I wouldn't trade it. And a lot of that email content, I'll probably be able to repurpose, whether I repurpose it to social or whether I just take certain concepts and certain ideas and then flip it and create a whole nother email from it. So I do feel like 
the email, like spending the time writing these emails was definitely well served, but it was a lot of freaking time. <laughs> so the third thing that I messed up or the third place I messed up is I failed to create a podcast funnel. So what I did, and I didn't realize I made this mistake until the end, like until after the launch was over, but over half the women that joined this round came from the podcast. So shout out to you if you came from here. Um, but also like that just shows me how connected my podcast community is. And one thing that I realized is that throughout this launch, I was not tracking or paying attention to where people came from. And one thing that I should have done is created like a special, like like um you, you, you can create like these tracking codes for people to click on depending on like what platform they're coming from. I should have done that one so I knew where people came from. But two, I should have created a special incentive for my loyal listeners. And that was a that was something that I an opportunity that was missed. Because one thing that I really do believe is that my podcast community and my email game, like the shmoney gang, you guys are all a shmoney gang. And I feel like because you're my most treasured community, I have to make sure that I'm giving you enough love, enough respect, enough credit for the time that you spend investing in consuming my content, right? This is not an Instagram post. This is not a, a 30 second or a 20 second or a 10 second reel, right? You're really investing your time and your energy to listen to me or to read my emails. And so that was definitely a missed opportunity that I, I, I'm going to say that was a mistake. Like I should have done better with a podcast funnel, but also with being intentional about creating a specific incentive for the podcast because I feel like you know why not like why not create something that's just special for my podcast listeners just like I did for the waitlist so that was something else and then in addition to like the whole creating something special one thing that I realized with the podcast is that I just ended up creating more content which was cool right I started doing two podcasts a week I think there was like one week where three episodes went out and that was cool but one thing that I didn't do is that I didn't really make sure that it all made sense, right? So like in the big picture, yeah, all the episodes made sense that they kind of built on each other, but really it wasn't a funnel, right? It was just me spitting out messages and just, you know, letting it be what it was going to be instead of being really intentional about taking you through a process and a journey so that you could understand why the program was a good fit for you. Um, and, you know, the, the ones that the people that joined from the podcast, I, I truly believe, and I can tell from like when you fill out your intake form, the people that joined from the podcast, I can tell that you've been following me for a while. Like you've been following me for a while. So you know, and you kind of understand how I am, how I coach, you know, what it's going to be like in my program. So, you know, you had a little bit more trust and authority built versus people that may not know me as well, or maybe have just started listening to the show. So you weren't all, all the way sure of like, okay, how is this program really going to help me? Even though I said, okay, I'm going to help you sign and serve one to seven new clients every single month. It's still like, it doesn't click all the way that like, oh, she's going to help me with, you know, creating systems and automations and my productivity and my marketing strategy, right? Like it doesn't all kind of fall into place. And it's because there was no real podcast funnel. It was just, oh, I'm going to post more podcast episodes and put a call to action. So that's, a, that, that was definitely a mistake that I made as well. So now I'm gonna share what worked well. There were four things that I really feel like worked super well for this launch. Thing number one is that the timeline was really, really good. Even though I realized that my audience was lukewarm 
um, the timeline overall was still good in terms of like, I didn't feel super burnt out. So what I ended up doing for this timeline is there was one week and you will learn about this whole structure if you take, um, if you get my course, The Launch Lab, but I'll just kind of briefly explain to you how the timeline works. So for me, for this, for this launch, I did one week of hype where I was just like getting people excited, telling people that the offer was about to open up, things like that. Then I had one week of education where I focused more so on educating people on like what my process is, you know, how um, how I coach, right? My coaching style, things like that. So that was one week. And then after that, I went into like a waitlist phase where I was just creating content to push people to my waitlist. And then after that, I opened up the cart to the waitlist. Then a couple of days later, I opened up to um, everyone and my cart was open for one full week to the general public. One thing that I do think I could have improved on, even though I like the timeline, and I think I like the timeline because it was short. One thing about me, like I don't like long launches. I've I've launched long before and it's just been a lot of work. And so for me, this kind of short and snappy launch was really good for my energy. But I do realize that I need to extend this maybe 10 days for each section. Or maybe I just need to do a better job at getting people ready and getting people interested, like making that hype phase, like that early pre-launch phase, making that longer. So what I'm actually doing for this next launch is I'm going to go ahead and start unofficially launching now so i'm pre pre-launching <laughs> so that so that i can make sure that my audience is actually warm and excited um you know they don't have to be hot i just think people will be warm because once you're warm once you understand and you connect with me after that it's 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 up to my content it's up to our conversations that we have personally for us to get to a point where you actually trust me enough to make that investment and also trust yourself enough to make the next investment so that is what, um, that, that was one thing I liked is I liked the timeline. The second thing I really liked is I love the email frequency. Um, I, at one point I like literally was, was nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to send out four emails. And this was to my main email list. Like this was to everybody. And I was like, oh my gosh, like sending out four emails, this might be too much. But listen, the girls ate it up. Like literally my emails, my open rate stayed consistently above like, I want to say 40%. And then my click rate, my click rate also stayed relatively high. If y'all hear my dog in the background, I think I just heard someone screaming, but not one of my kids, but um, I think the kids outside are playing. So, okay, check on the kids outside because what in the world is going on over here? My kids are inside, but there's some neighborhood kids that are playing. But anyway, so email, the frequency, that was something that I really liked. And um, my open rate and my click rate did not take a hit, which I was really surprised about. I think overall for the entire launch, I sent about, uh, and this is just the open cart, mind you. So from the time I opened my cart to the time the cart closed, and this is to my regular email list. So everybody that's on my email list, I think I spent, uh, sorry, I sent, uh, here we go. I spent, I sent 28 emails. So I sent 28 emails in the span of seven days. <laughs> so that just tells you, you know, how much email content. So that tells you how much email content I actually sent out and the fact that there was 28 emails that went out in seven days. So uh, the next thing that went well is my emails where I talked about money and clients. So one thing I realized and one thing I didn't know about my community and about my audience is that a lot of people are still driven by 
um, money and people still want to see what other people are doing. Like what, what are the results of others? Which makes sense, right? I, even I enjoy reading emails where someone is like saying like, oh, this client made this much money or, um, you know, this is how I help my client do X, Y, and Z. And I'm glad that I incorporated those emails into my my email sequences, like into the launch. I'm glad I included them because I was going to take them out. And the reason why I was going to take them out, just to be fully transparent, the reason why I wasn't going to talk about money or like mention certain clients and stuff is because I know that some of my clients have gotten certain results because of uh, different circumstances, right? Maybe some people came to me with an existing audience. So it wasn't that like they were starting from scratch, but really we were able to build on what they had already created. Then there were other people that like, they just doubled down, right? Like where, where I tell people like, hey, let's figure out how you can work 20 hours a week. They were like, no girl, I want to work 40 hours. So let's just throw gasoline on the fire. And because of that, I like to make sure that I'm giving everyone full context. I never want someone to think like, oh, this person got this, so I can do it too without giving you the full scope and the full picture, which is why this episode is like kind of a little bit longer because I want to make sure that I'm giving full context and everything. I don't want anybody to ever feel like, oh, dang, like she said this, but then that's not really what happened or there was more to the story. You know, I just, if we're, we're all very savvy business owners, right? We can all see through the BS. And so I try to be really intentional about the things that I say and how I position it because I don't want people to have the wrong impression, right? And I don't want people to think that, you know, it's it's just so easy and, you know, you could do it in your sleep, blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, let's just be real, you know? So, um, so I, but I'm glad I let those emails in because I do feel like they were important because everyone needs to see somebody that they can connect to. And so what I did this round is I didn't mention my clients by name. There were a couple of emails where I mentioned the clients fully by name. Um, and when I did, I would tag them. Like I would, you know, put their um, Instagram handle and I would like tag them or hyperlink them so that you could go and check them out and even talk to them. And that was something that was really effective because it allowed you to trust that you know, I wasn't just making up, you know, case studies or making up this situation. Like, no, here's what happened. I gave as much context as I could in the email. And then here you can go actually have a conversation with this person if you have more questions or if you want to ask about the experience. And there were several people that joined this round that went inside their intake form. They literally said they joined because they talked to one of my clients and my client gave a glowing recommendation. So that was something that really worked well. And I'm glad that I did it, even though I was a little bit hesitant about talking about um, money and talking specifically about my clients. And the last thing that I'll say that worked well was the waitlist. So even though the waitlist only got 20 people on it, it was still like hands down the best thing I could do because the bulk of my new students came from the waitlist. Like, like definitely over half of them came from the waitlist. And the ones that paid in full came from the waitlist. Even if they didn't join during the waitlist period, they when they joined, um, I was able to go back and see that they came from the waitlist. And that was something really good to see. And I was like, okay, so the waitlist works really well, even though there were days that I sent out like eight emails to my waitlist. So I want to like sum this up by saying some things that I will be doing in the next launch that's going to be happening in May. So in mid-May, the car is going to open again. So get yourself ready, boo. Like get yourself ready because, um, you know, I do, I do things like this. Like I deep dive into people's launches inside the program. I help you create your launch inside the program. 
when you are currently, when you're in the process of launching, I help you troubleshoot if you're getting stuck. I look at your sales pages. Like I really do walk alongside you with launching and I believe that you can launch anything. You can launch a course, you can launch a program, you can launch your services. Any, if you're selling something, it can be launched and I will support you in doing that. But let's just talk about real with this. So things that I'll be doing in the next launch that's happening in May, First thing is a better pre-launch. Like I said, this was a huge mistake that I made. Um, and it was because I I just, I made an assumption that I shouldn't have made. And so because of that, I'm going to be more intentional about warming up and like, warming up my community, but also prepping myself for launch. Um, one thing is that like this time, again, I only had about a two week buildup and then I just opened the cart right like I'm I'm currently starting my warm-up phase now for the next launch and it's because uh I I want I want this to be successful like I want to keep the momentum and I'm not trying to necessarily double my revenue or double my launch numbers but if that happens baby girl I'm gonna take it okay so so that is the first thing a better pre-launch and the second thing, I'm going to get ahead of my social media content. This is a huge, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I left money on the table by neglecting social. And the reason why I'm saying this is because in the history of my business, in the history of becoming CEO, in the history of my photography, any, any company that I've had in the history of my company, social media has been the number one driver of like conversions in terms of, you know, having those, like having sales conversations. And I missed out on that entire process because I didn't do anything on social. And so there was no additional connection. So unless you reached out to me on Instagram because you were interested, I literally only relied on my emails, which was great, right? Like I love knowing that there's money in my email list. And if you're listening, 100%, there are people ready to buy and sign your email list. Do not believe, like it doesn't matter if you have five people in your email list and one of them is your mama, there are people in your email list ready to buy from you. If you have one person, there is somebody ready to buy from you in your email list. So don't think that it's impossible. But what I will say is that I know that I missed out on a very good opportunity to connect and, and generate or convert more leads because I neglected social. So this next launch to prepare, I'm going to get ahead of my social media content from my stories to my feed posts, all the things. The third thing is to pre-write my emails for the launch. Um, I want to do it for the entire launch, just like I did last time. Last time I had everything written two weeks. No, it was probably the week before I opened the cart. Everything was written out and ready. So during the week of my launch, I actually went live three days that week on both my pages, on Becoming CEO page and on my personal page. I went live on both those pages like three days um, each week or three days that week. And, and it was only because all my all my sales stuff was done. Like I had already written all my launch emails. Everything was done. So I want to do that again this launch. The fourth thing is I want to continue to collaborate in like bundles, summits, podcast episodes, things like that before the launch. I really feel like that helped me get in front of a new audience and that gave me more people to email because when I, I did like two different bundles in like February. And so those led up to this March launch and I was able to nurture another group of people and sell to them in this current launch, which was really cool to just have new people and, and fresh eyes to talk about my offers to. Uh, the fifth thing is I want to do um, like a launch, um, a launch event. So, or sorry, sorry, not launch event. I want to do a launch series for the waitlist. So one thing that I did for this last launch that worked really well, which is why I like the waitlist, is that leading leading up to the cart opening for the waitlist, I did like a little CEO, like a part-time CEO series. 
in my emails for the waitlist. And so the waitlist was getting daily emails for like two weeks before the launch started. So I also feel like that was another reason why the waitlist did so well. Like it converted so well, even though it was only 20 people. And there were times that I was like, girl, just stop emailing these people because it's just 20. But I'm so glad I did because the waitlist was very high converting. So I will I will do a wait a launch or sorry a launch launch if I could talk a launch series for the waitlist again. And the last thing is I want to do a launch event or multiple launch events. So this launch I only did a waitlist. There was no masterclass. There was no nothing. It was all I did was I post on social and I said to my email list, "Hey, I'm about to launch. If you're interested, join the waitlist." And because of that, only 20 people signed up. Now, I I need to be careful with saying only 20 people because 20 people, that is a lot. So I am very grateful that 20 people signed up. But I know that I could have improved that number and maybe hit my goal of 50 if I would have done some sort of launch event. And because this is a higher ticket program, I do feel like a launch event is just helpful to get more people into the door. And even if I didn't do like a masterclass, a challenge, a webinar, whatever, even if I didn't do something like that, at least having the option of, hey, I'm going to be doing an open house or like an open coaching call, like ask me anything. Like if I could just do anything, any kind of event to get people talking to me, that would be worth um, the effort so that I could get more people onto the waitlist. Because my waitlist, I treated them as my highest quality leads, right? Because the people that are on your waitlist, they are raising their hand saying, oh yeah, like I am interested in this offer. And so what I want to do this time is I want to create a launch event that just funnels them into either straight into the offer or funnels them into the waitlist so that you know they can sign up and join the program when the time comes. So those are the things that I'll be doing in my next launch in May, and that will be happening mid-May. And yeah, Curl is already pre-launching for it now. So I'll probably put in the show notes below the wait list <laughs> for, the May, um, for the May launch if you are interested in following along with that. But yes, this launch went really well. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to kind of like debrief um, with you and just kind of think through and process like how this launch went. And I hope that you were able to take away some things from this launch um, and some things that I did in hopes that it will support you in your next launch. And just know that I do this kind of breakdown, like my, my breakdown is actually way more in depth than what I shared. And I know this is, this episode is kind of long compared to the ones that I've been doing lately, but I want to say that like I like my my real launch recap is so much longer than what I've just shared just down this episode. I really gave you like the big key takeaways and the big picture ideas. But I really want to encourage you to when you launch to really give yourself some time to sit down and think about what went well and what didn't go well. And also, what will you continue to do? Because sometimes we launch and I mean, let's be, I, I did this for the last two years. I would launch and then in the middle, I would give up or because I wasn't prepared, you know, I would just kind of fall off at some kind of random part. And because of that, I've been able to look at these last failed launch attempts. <laughs> you know, they didn't fail because, you know, because nobody wanted to buy it. They failed because I literally gave up because I wasn't planning because I wasn't intentional, you know, things like that. I wasn't holding my own self accountable. And so I want you to look back at your last launches and really ask yourself, what have you been doing, right? What has been working? What is not working? And if you don't have enough data to really look at, just take some time and be like, okay, today I'm committing to this upcoming launch and see what happens because I decided that I was going to commit to what happened I doubled my numbers in this launch 
And I could not be more grateful. Like if nothing else, the one thing that I feel like just changed the game for me was the fact that I committed to seeing this launch through. Even if I didn't do every single step, I was like, no, I'm not gonna stop talking about this launch until the launch is over. And I ended up choosing email to be the place that I just doubled down. I could have very well decided, you know what? I'm not going to do email. I'm just going to double down on social and that's fine. Right. And even though I always, you know, try to dissuade people from just focusing on social media to do things in your business that, I mean, if you want to do that, you can, if you prefer to do it on your podcast, right. I'm just going to sell on my podcast. That is fine. But I want you to commit today to showing up and doing the work, like committing to seeing your launch through no matter what, right? Like start there and I bet you will see some kind of growth and some some kind of success. And look at the silver lining, like always find the silver lining because you could, you, it's so easy sometimes to be like, oh man, like I didn't hit my exact goal. This is what I wanted. This is not what happened, blah, blah. But one thing I realized that that doesn't serve you, right? Instead, look at the the bigger picture and look, look at what progress you do make. One of my goals for this launch was to see it through, was to finish it to the end. So it didn't matter what my results were. The fact that I had hit that goal was enough for me. But because of me committing and showing up and all the things, I actually doubled my, you know, my results. So I just want to encourage you to really sit down and take some time to be intentional about your launching. But also, and, and like that's the that's that's the one thing that anybody can take away from this. I don't want you to try to copy my entire strategy or try to do things the way that I did it because you know, it, it may or may not work for you. I'm gonna be honest, it may or may not work for you. But what I will say and what I do know that will work for anybody is committing, right? Choosing and deciding that you're gonna see this through no matter what, no matter what. So last thing I'm gonna say is don't forget about the two giveaways. You can scroll down to the bottom to the show notes to see how you get into the giveaway. The first giveaway is for the day of Voxer. All you have to do is leave a review on the show and screenshot it. And the second one is the um, one-on-one coaching call. And all you have to do is fill out the launch survey. And if you wanna talk about launching, like I love talking about launching. And so feel free to like hit me in my DMs. If you know, if you have a simple question, this is what I wanna say. Because sometimes I feel like people don't understand like my heart for serving. And I wanna say this, if you have a simple question and you're just like, I'm just curious how you're doing something. Like I, I like people ask me all the time, like, oh, how do you make time to do X, Y, and Z? I wanna say this, feel free to one, in my stories, I usually do like a ask me everything or ask me anything like every other week or something like that. So feel free to like ask me those, you know, more direct Hey, Kay, what are you doing? Questions there. But also feel free to send me a DM and just say like, hey, this is the area that I'm struggling in. If I can help you real quick with like a, a 30 second voice note, by all means, I'll do that. If not, I will point you to a resource or I will point you to, hey, maybe you should join this program or we should do one-on-one so that we can really deep dive into this. So feel free to reach out. This is an open invitation. I am nobody special. I mean, well, I am special. Don't let me not play. I am special, but you know, I'm not this, you know, holier than thou person that you can't just reach out to and have a conversation with. So feel free to DM me. I'm always ready to chat. Um, I'm, I'm always going to send a voice note. Um, it's so weird though. I send voice notes, but I don't always listen to voice notes. It's so ghetto, but um, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, that is it for this episode. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. 
Until next time, let's get this money.